Welcome to the Lion House Podcast, a place for raw and unfiltered discussion. Unfiltered discussion about the crazy world of real estate, business news, and investing. We dig deep into today's topics, trends, and innovation without all the fluff. Now, here's your host, Davi Vasquez and the Lion House Group. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Lion House Podcast. I am your host, Davi Vasquez, and I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy. As many of you are probably experiencing, we are still supposed to all be staying home because of this coronavirus that has hit the world like a ton of bricks. But uh, before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to all the medical professionals out there that are working tirelessly 24 hours a day, helping those patients with the virus. Well, we are about two weeks into the coronavirus, hitting the the United States, and it has been impacting all of us across the nation as businesses are closed, jobs are lost, and the numbers of the infected keeps going up. So because I wanted to know how this is impacting my coworkers and their business, I had the privilege of interviewing a coworker and friend of mine who has been in the business for over 15 years and has seen it all when it comes to downturns and everything that has affected it. She is a top realtor in Elizabeth, New Jersey and works with my office called Well Banker Liberty. So here it is. Her name is Rosangeli Negron and I hope you enjoy the interview. Well, hello, Rosangeli. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm good. Right. you? All right. So, how's they, how's uh, everything going with the um, staying at home? Everything's going well. You know, homeschooling, trying to work from home, and and adjusting to a new lifestyle. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Now <laughs> we're we're definitely obviously gonna um, talk about you know what's going on with the coronavirus and all that. But um, before we start, I just want to let everybody know. You know, you've been doing this for what? Over 15 years now you've been a realtor, right? Yes, I've been a realtor for almost 16 years. Can you believe that? 16 (laughs) years. That's that's a very long time. Yes. What made you you want to get into real estate? Um, so I, well, okay, so where should I start? I... I am a single, I was a young mom. I was got pregnant when I was 18 years old and I was doing, I have my cosmetology license. So I was doing hair. I was working in a salon and uh, get, when I got pregnant, my dad actually uh, kind of gave me a no, uh, you're going to school for real estate and you start on Monday kind of thing. And cause he wanted me to have something else to sustain myself. You know, I was young. I wasn't going to com- finish college at that point. So so I did. I was pregnant fully. I was like six months pregnant when I went to um, real estate school. And and then once I. My two weeks notice at the cosmet at the hair salon and then the journey began and ah, I am okay. uh, 15, six, almost 16 years later. Awesome. So you used to do hair. Do you still do hair or know how to do hair or no? I still, I still know how to do hair. I still do my own hair, my mom's, but I don't do it like, you know, for profit anymore. All right. That's good. So you were, um, so obviously 
being in the business 16 years, you were a realtor during the uh, financial crisis of 2008, right? Yeah. So basically, like um, lately, experts have said that um, as a recession is to be expected. So how do you prepare for that? And, you know, what do you recommend to other agents to do during this uh, during this time? Because by by definition, um, two successive quarters of declining GDP officially represents a recession. And since this virus just started, well, it just pretty much hit the U.S. What not so long ago, just two weeks. We haven't really reported, you know, two successive uh, quarters of, of, of decline um, in the market. So we, we that's why I'm, I'm assuming that we haven't seen the, the recession. So um, yeah. how do you think it differs from the 2008 recession and, you know, what to expect? Um, I feel it's very different because in 2008, it was a, a banking crisis, a lot of um, arm loans, uh, variable rates, meaning, you know, they started off at like 3, 3% or 1%. They had interest only kind of loans. So the dynamics of that is is different. It was hard. I mean, we 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 at first what we did was we everything fell apart for that time, right? At that moment everything fell apart. Then we started to build up. We started doing short sales and rentals. That's when the rental market came about and it was really hard. A lot of people fell out of the business, try to get like I started doing more hair at that time and trying to figure things out. Now this, the reason why I think it's different and I don't necessarily think it's going to be I mean, well, the reason I think it's different is because it's a it's a pandemic. It came out of nowhere. Nobody like it came out of nowhere to the point where the economy was so strong. The 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 what happened then, you kind of saw a progressive decline and then a sharp decline, you know? Mm-hmm. Started seeing more houses on the market for longer, lower prices. So you started to see coming, but then it hit. This came out of nowhere. And how okay. how how it differs because there's still buyers, there's still sellers, there's still people that want to buy that need to move. So it's not necessarily a financial thing yet. But is it going to be a recession, or the the market has already gone down thirty percent? Real estate market. Yeah, we're going to continue to see a decline. Yes. Do I think it's going to be the same as 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 two thousand and eight? I don't think so. I think we're going to be able to recover a little better, but not to the prices where we were now. And I think a lot of part-time realtors are going to kind of fall off the, the market, which is going to, unfortunately, right, it's going to kind of create more opportunities for the, the full-time agents. And um, a lot of people are scared. So there's sellers right now that maybe were on the fence that what I've been doing recently is I've been doing more videos and I've been kind of staying in front of the client texting my past clients, seeing how they're doing, FaceTiming people, the current buyers. I've been like sending them houses, but like, you know, just to keep them entertained. I know they're not mm-hmm. right now, but just being there, I think now is just the time to be there genuinely for people. You know, we're all going through it. We're all going to feel it. It's gonna mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think. Okay. Now, do you think like I mean, it's it, like I said, it's only been about uh, two weeks since we've been dealing with this. So has has the coronavirus in, impacted your business lately? Yes. Yes, it has. I um, what I've been doing is so I was working with five buyers um, and two I had three prospect listings. 
Um, so the one of the buyers I was able to get under contract before this happened and my pending deals, I've been working to make sure we can close. That's been my target because you don't know what's going to happen if the banks are going to be open. So, uh, yes, the other buyers are on hold. Uh, the things are pretty much, they don't want to list right now. They want to wait. So yeah, it has impacted me. I've been trying, I think, cause it's only been a few, uh, a week or so. Right. I'm still like, Oh, we're going to, we're going to get through this. Um, and, and again, they're not off the market. They're just waiting, you know? Yeah. I, I, I feel you the same way because, um, I worked. I had I had a listing that just came just uh, came up in uh, in Patterson, and basically the, uh, the seller told me, you know, if there's going to be any showings, it's got to be like one at a time. Obviously, no open houses, and you know they got to uh, sanitize and stuff at the door. So I mean, there's definitely a lot of precautions uh, that I told my sellers to take, and you know, also a lot of uh, sellers are telling me to um, to take as well. For their uh, for their safety, um, yeah. yeah, I think that we're at a. I feel my personal opinion on this. I feel like if we were, if everybody would collectively get together and hunker down for a little bit, we can get through this faster. You know, um, but I feel like there's still gonna there's still a need for you know there's still so many buyers on the market. There's still so many sellers on the market that it's gonna impact the prices are most likely gonna be going down a little bit. You know. But if we don't, if this does last a month, I think we'll be last longer than that. Then, you know, at that point, I guess we would have to kind of reassess the situation. Yeah. And that leads kind of up to my uh, next question would be, which would be um, in the future, let's say it does last like, you know, two months, three months or even more. You know, how do you think it will impact the business as a whole in the future, you know, uh, do you imagine altering the way you conduct business because of the, uh, the outbreak? Um, I think that, yes, I think we have to, I think we have to do more, um, virtual, you know, more technology driven kind of business and just be, have that platform in case this were to happen. I think it's going to open the idea for a lot of clients also to be more open to technology, you know, Mm-hmm. still want to get the job done so I, I i think that this is going to be a huge lesson just like 2008 was a huge lesson that lesson then was uh save money b- budget yourself you know like because before remember everything was going crazy kind of like now but more crazy i feel like things were more loose when it came to the financing part now of course we have to save money and stuff but i think more virtual um tours online presence you know it's just going to yeah, I think it's going to change. I think if this continues, then, yeah, we're going to hit a recession. And next year is going to be a buyer's market, you know? Correct. I, that's, yeah, I believe the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be a buyer's market. Um, now, uh, moving forward, the National Association of Realtors says that you may ask uh, clients to, uh, you may ask clients screening questions such as, uh, if they have traveled recently to particularly high-risk areas. So how do you feel about that? Like, are you comfortable asking clients uh, screening questions? I truly, I feel like it, at this point where we are, it, it, you, you don't need to be, you don't need to have traveled somewhere else, you know? So you could be an American now, asymptomatic, no symptoms, and you're spreading the virus like wildfire. So at this moment, I think we just need to kind of hunker down a little bit, 
do as much as we can with what we have, you know, vacant properties, maybe put combo lock boxes so that, you know, you can send the client in, wait in the car, like things like that, you know? But as far as screening people, I feel like everybody's exposed. It's not even an international problem at this point. It is, but right now it's a national thing. Everybody around, you know, especially in our area is so congested. So I don't feel the screening questions are going to really help me right now. I think social mm-hmm. screening is key. And if I do, like I had to go to a city inspection yesterday. And honestly, I didn't like the fact that they weren't, they didn't have gloves on. They didn't have, they didn't have any kind of precaution, you know, uh-huh. I did. I had my gloves on. I didn't put my mask on because I was keeping my distance, but I feel like that's reckless and it's, it, it, we need to shorten the problem. So screening questions, I don't think that they're going to help me because the person can, can be, like I said, have not gone anywhere and not feel bad. Fine. And they're going to be like, no, I'm fine. Yeah, I haven't gotten nowhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I might make them feel uncomfortable in the process. And I, and yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, that's true. I mean, that's what that's what I'm scared about. Like, all right, if I meet a client and I'm all, all of a sudden going to just throw these questions at them, like they're infected, you know, and it's yeah. just like, I think they're going to probably get offended by that, you know? So, and they could still answer all the right questions and still be carrying this. Correct. Yeah. I mean, right now, I believe they're saying, you know, you might not show symptoms for like a week or even two weeks. So they might not even know they hadn't, they're carrying it. So and some people are going to not have symptoms at all and it's going to pass and they're not even going to know they had it. Like everybody's mm -hmm. body reacts different, which is going back to the social distance. That's why they're so gun hole on it because you can, you know, our bodies react differently. So they're saying they were saying first that young people couldn't get it. Now they're saying in the U.S., fifty percent of the young people have it. You know, children couldn't get it, and there's all these children are sick with this. So it's like so up in the air. There's no um, vaccine. There's no treatment for it, right? So right mm-hmm. now, I think just being there for our clients and showing support and solidarity and being leaders and letting them know that we're here for them. I think that is going to provoke them to call us later. We'll still call them, but they're going to remember that we weren't trying to get business for them at this point. We're trying to, you know, help them make sure they're good. If they need anything, we figure out how to help, you know, like older, my yeah. older clients, for example. I'm like, don't go outside. You can't go nowhere. Like, listen, you know. Yeah, and it's strange because, um, and going back to what you said about others taking precautions, um, myself, yesterday, I had to leave the house uh, and I went to 7-Eleven and there were people there that didn't have gloves on the cashier didn't have gloves on and i was thinking in my head i even went to the gas station and they didn't have gloves on either i was thinking in my head like all right these people handle you know credit cards they handle money constantly constantly you know and they're touching other people's stuff and it's like all right you're not taking precautions now now it's more dangerous I'm right. That's my that that's my that was my feeling. Yesterday I went out and I felt the same. I was almost a little paranoid, you know, putting alcohol on my on my gloves and like, oh my god, I'm touching everything and I and I see everybody, else, you know, people around me very laxy daisy about it. Some guy like uh rubbed his nose and then touched the counter. I'm like, listen, you know, in in 7-Eleven around my house, they're using gloves, but they don't have disinfectant. They only have hand sanitizer. And they were still allowing people to use the coffee. Like the pumps. Yeah. So 
again, if we were to just hunker down a little bit, I, I just feel so strongly it could be shorter and then we could get back to business. Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. Everybody just needs to stay home. And, you know, the more people that actually stay home and, and ad- adhere to the warnings that are out there, the, I think I agree with you, the faster we can get through this, you know, but if you don't take the precautions and you're out there gallivanting, then obviously it's just going to keep on spreading. And um, for myself, yesterday I had a, I had a showing, and what I basically did, it was the first time that I was meeting these clients, and I just opened the door. As soon as I got to the house, I opened the door and left it open for them. They came, they came after me. I just sat in my car, and I told them, you know, because obviously the drivers should go ahead inside the home and um, take a look and let me know when you come out, if you have any questions. And that's pretty much how I handle this. So how are you handling showings, open houses and overall meeting with um, clients? So with when it comes to meeting with clients, I've been doing um, the Google meet where we can see each other or conference mm-hmm. calls, the meeting conference calls showings i had to go well with like for example i had to go show but it was a vacant house so the same thing same thing i let i left everything open i put my gloves on you know i didn't say you know and the the buyers were cool with um and then at that point that's when they were like you know we're really just gonna take a little bit of time and just wait this out it's just too stressful to try and go out like this you know um and then yesterday at the at the cities again i had my gloves on i had my little, I have a little pump with alcohol and just keeping distance, you know, keeping distance. And I prefer to show vacant homes right now. Um, if I were to show anything that's owner occupied, I try to, you know, I just try to like wait it out. That's how I've been, because op- vacant homes are a lot to me safer, you know, for, yeah. for, everybody, for everybody involved. Because we don't know if we're walking into a house and they have it. And then, you know, so it's just, that's how I've been kind of, and then minimizing it. I've been doing a lot with my CRM, cleaning it up. Uh, I'm going to take, I want to get new business cards. I, I, What I'm trying to do is get ready for like when everything is back to normal, I can take off running and already have a pipeline of people that I'm working with and all that. Yeah, I mean, this is the, I mean, if there's any better time, right now is the best time to, you know, work on your business, I believe, and you know, just uh, get ready for when this is all over. So that way you're all prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's going to be a different market we're going to walk into. And I've been, and then I want to do a marketing campaign around my area that I've been wanting to do. I haven't done it because I haven't had time or whatever. So I'm going to start that on Monday, um, seeing how I'm going to do it and then do like a budget, you know, prepare myself. So when I'm able to do it, I already have the plan in motion. I just got to execute. That's my that's my idea. And the mastermind meeting, I, I, we, I have to send a text. I spoke to Anna and Sophie. I think we should have it virtually because I think that we need, we still need people. We still need each other. And, and, and every day might be a new idea, you know, a new. Absolutely. And, and that we can use because we need all the help we can get. This is, this is, and we've never seen this, you know? No, no, we definitely haven't. And I know that, um, you had uh, mentioned that 
unfortunately your 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 mom had a uh, had a little i guess she was a little sick and she was a little worried yeah. do you want to you want to talk about that like is she okay yeah so thank god i mean she's she still has body aches but she doesn't have a fever anymore um she's had like a really bad back ache but the doctor told her that um cuz her boss she's a nurse so her boss is a doctor he told her that if it was a lung issue you would feel it in the front not in the back and so she's still going to do like a a cat scan um to just you know just peace of mind but it, we think it's some we're, we're pretty sure that is something else and she's breathing okay which is important um she's staying home staying away from people my dad has been having to go to work um his boss didn't even care that she had that he's like well either you come in or you're not going to get paid you know um wow. so he's been but my dad's a microbi he used to be a microbiologist so he's very aware of how to you know keep himself well you know for the most part pretty uh clean cup but you know it's crazy she it's just scary because anything that you feel you're like oh my god is it th- is it this you know And, yeah, correct. And she, you know, her 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 boss was exposed to somebody that tested positive. He tested negative, but they only did one round of testing. You're supposed to supposedly two. So it's still kind of up in the air. So I was like, you know, it's it, it right now it's crazy. I'm like I have to be on top of them. Stay home, you know, stay home, stay home. But she's she's definitely feeling better. No Yeah, and I mean, one of the questions that I personally, you know, have tried to get answers to but i believe they don't have an answer to it is okay so if i get let's say i'm not feeling well i get tested uh today and i'm negative that doesn't say that you know i can't i can't get it tomorrow or also for those people that did test positive and let's say they they recovered um what's to say that they can't get it again and unfortunately they i believe they don't have answers to that yeah yet. so what i what i read and 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 stuff is that Uh, there are possibilities that you can get it again, right? If you recover, but they haven't seen too much of that in China. Uh, and mm-hmm. as far as um, testing negative, yeah, you're right. You, you can test negative today, and then tomorrow you went out, you exposed yourself to somebody, and then you can still get it. I think right now because it's it's getting so out of control here. I think it can we just it can go either way. You can get it recovered and and then get it again or you can, you know, um test negative and then still think you're okay, right? Keep going out and then somebody just then you get it. So I think I have clear okay. answers on 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 everything. I that's just what I've read so far. All right. Now now just going back to um to real estate for a second. Um Would you like would you recommend someone to purchase a home right now considering the uncertainty of all this? And the reason I ask this is because let's say a buyer goes ahead and um wants to purchase a home or goes to, or or maybe they're in the uh, in the middle of purchasing a home through the process, but then as soon as they close, they lose their job because of uh, of all this that's going on. So would you recommend someone to purchase a home right now? Well, actually I have a a client I'm supposed to I'm close well I'm going to close on the 31st, right? We're closing we're mm. literally in that po- at that point. He asked me that same question, what happens if I lose my job? Um so what I said to him and my feeling personally, right? If I was the, let's say it was me buying a house, I try to put myself in their shoes. If I was a, the way I feel about it, if I'm under contract, hell yeah, I'm buying this house. I'm already under contract. The rates are still super low. 
You know, if I lose some equity right now, I'll gain it later. That's the way I feel about being under contract. Um, and you're safe in your own home. Like, you don't want to be, like, in an apartment. Like, I told him, I'm like, you're in a three-family house. Everybody touches everything. Like, you know, you'd rather be hunkered yeah. down. And if you do, and I said, if you do lose your job, that that a lot of people lost their jobs, which means that the government is going to be forced to give some kind of relief because it's a it's a global thing. It's not... A New Jersey thing. So, as far as starting to look at a house, me personally, I wouldn't start to look at a house right now. But I, if I'm under contract, yeah, I'm closing. Screw that. The rates are great. It's not like I'm, I'm gonna be stuck with a, you know, maybe money in equity. Yeah. I'll make it ten years down the line. It takes maybe ten years, five years, to make it back. That's fine. But it's your own home, you know. And if you lose your job, you, you know, there's gonna be unemployment. There's, there's just, we just gotta, we can't buckle on fear totally you know yeah and i and i believe um there are some relief coming i I believe that the government is uh looking to give i believe each adult something around like twelve hundred dollars and each child like um five hundred dollars for for the household i believe that's what they're talking and also uh governor murphy um is petitioning to uh, stop all mortgage payments and rent payments. Now, how do you feel about that? So I've had mixed things about that, right? Because that's going to hurt us in the, in the real estate market. That's going to make the rates go up, right? Um, but mm-hmm. I feel like if they don't do that, then it's gonna. Then we're gonna go into a whole nother set of problems of more crime, looting. You know, people losing their shit because they can't pay their bills. They can't feed their kids. They haven't ate for a couple days. You know, um, so. I feel like they. this is something they're going to have to do. At least one month of relief, maybe two, you know, not more than that because you're not going to, you know, also you hope that you don't have to, but they have to, they have to, I feel like they have to do it because people are out of work and it's not just one field. It's it's through across most fields that are not workers. So, um, yeah. so, yeah, I think they have to do it. I don't think they should do it for too long because then that's, that's going to hurt our market. Yeah, I mean, at the, me personally, I think um, it's a, it's a kind of a double-edged sword. I think I, for the majority, I do believe that it will it will help people, but I also believe that some people could take advantage of it. You know, um, just take for example, like someone loses their job, but they're getting this uh, this money from the government, or they they don't have to pay their mortgage anymore. Now they're still stressed out, so they might use that money maybe for drugs or alcohol or something like that, and it might even cause more problems. You know? Yeah, I think I think some relief is is nest is warranted given the situation. Like for me, you know, I I have some savings and stuff, but if this continues and I'm not putting more deals in, I'm gonna be in trouble. You know, so it's like, and then I think that they should do it. Me, per, like, there's people that have salary. They're not. They shouldn't get a relief. They're getting paid. There's that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. I don't know. There's 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 uh, exceptions to the rule. I think anybody that's getting paid salary shouldn't get a relief. I think anybody getting paid, and they have to prove. You know, like some kind of proof that they're in they're in hardship. You know. Correct. But, yeah. I just think that if they don't like, let's say, let's say a waiter, right? A waitress, a waiter, they're making minimum wage, less than minimum wage, right? They work on tips, their job, they got fired, uh, laid off, and that's it. They have zero income coming in. In a couple weeks, that's going to be a huge problem for that person. 
So, you know, and then you bring kids into the mix. They have to give some kind of relief, but I think it should be monitored and it should be like little by little, not all at once. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that as as well. Now, to uh, to end this in a positive okay. note, would you like to tell me, um, you know, what you're doing to lift up your positive your positive energy? Um, any any recommendations for buyers, sellers, or anybody in the industry of what to do to keep up that positive? Well, energy? yes, it's a good question because I started thinking about that two days ago. Like, what am I going to do to keep spirits up? Because this is a this can get depressing if if you get, you know, if you don't stay ahead of it, right? So, uh, number one, I've been doing virtual workouts with Vera and Anna. Um, we were going to boot camp together before this happened. So, we started doing our virtual mm-hmm. workouts. We already did. We're going to do every other day. So, we already did it twice. Um, we're going to have a virtual party, Powell Banker. I don't know if you saw the thing on the chat. We're going to have a virtual coronavirus yep. party tonight. I bought her <laughs> there, of course. Um and I'm going to go for a walk for the, when the sun is going to set. I'm going to go for a walk with the girls, with my kids, on the boardwalk. Um, tomorrow, my mom, I can't see my mom. But I'm going to, like, drive, take a drive with the girls and, like, just see her through the window. Just to kind of get the hell out the house in a safe way. Um, and and try to, you know what, try to embrace things. Like, you know, sometimes you say, oh, I need a break. Oh, my God, I'm worn out. I don't have time to read. I don't have time to watch a movie. You know, we'll watch the movie, read the book, clean out that closet, you know, like do things that make you feel good that you probably wouldn't get to for months and months because you're so busy and enjoy your family. Even if you fight with them, you you know, you get to know each other a little better and and try to, you know, just embrace the, the break. I, I feel like embrace the break. And, and 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 also do things productive in that process because every time you do something productive like make your bed in the morning and shit like that 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 lifts you up and help somebody help somebody put some gloves on and drop off food to a homeless person on the curb and let them eat it or you know what i mean like i don't know some neighborhoods are putting like um christmas lights on their on their on their windows I read about another neighborhood that they're like doing a social distance gathering at like five o'clock and they all stand in the sidewalk and they see hide each other from across the street. Uh, pretty cool. Okay. Um, and, and then I read about also rainbows. Some people are putting rainbows on their windows just to lift spirits and that's it. Just be kind to each other and stay home. <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. Well, Everybody, um, if you ever want to contact uh, Rosanji Negron, basically she works for Caldwell Banker Liberty and Elizabeth, and um, she represents buyers, sellers, developers, uh, you know, investors, yeah. all kinds. Uh, so definitely get in contact with her. And um, how, how can they get in contact with you? You want to plug your social media? Yes. Yeah, so my social media is Homes by Rosangeli. Uh Angeli is R-O-S-A-N-G-E-L-Y and my phone number in case 908-764-8610. All right. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. And uh, thank you to Rosangeli thank for coming on. And uh, everybody stay safe, healthy, and All right. take care. We'll see you again. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, there it is. You heard it from an agent who is dealing with the crisis. 
I want to thank Rosangeli Negron again for coming on and sharing her experience with all this. Thank you all for listening and don't forget to follow us on social media for all our updates. Also want to say stay safe, healthy, and I will talk to everyone on our next episode. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Lion House podcast. And don't forget to subscribe for our next and previous episodes. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great productive day.